Hello, everybody. It's your boy, Alex, from Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast. For first-time listeners, we are primarily a kung fu movie review podcast, but as we've grown and continue to watch more and more movies, we've branched out into mainstream movies uh, and indie films and have had the pleasure of doing a few startup movies that were making pushes for film festivals, and it was an ona. Today, me and my co-hosts, Nakansi and Khan, a.k.a. June, a.k.a. Junior, a.k.a. we have so many names for him, I can't keep count. I hope you'll know who we're referring to during the podcast when you're listening to. Anyway, today we're bringing to the podcast dinner table a beautiful Korean film named Parasite. This movie was amazing. It had a Quentin Tarantino-esque vibe to it because the director of this film, Jun Ho Bong, masterfully built tension all throughout the movie, like through very slice-of-life moments. And those kind of moments should be normal moments, but for some reason in this movie, they had you on the edge of your seat. Uh, but I won't go into much more detail. All I will say is that this movie did so well in American uh, movie theaters on limited release that it's now being shown everywhere. So do yourself a favor. First, listen to this podcast and then go watch this amazing movie. If you do like this podcast, please share it with your friends and leave us a five-star review and I'll make sure to read it in the next introductions. Today we have no comment, but I will have a tidal wave of comments to read on the next episode. If you say it, it will manifest itself. Or whatever Gary V people say. Okay, enjoy the episode. I forget my passwords. Here, let's figure it out together. I'm a, let's see if you can figure out my secret password answers to my secret password questions. I would suck Peter Parker's PP. That's that's the password. Mm. So you can go like. Yep, he's right on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he is highly correct. That way you can get PP's PP the PP. All right, this is a great segment. Okay, go ahead. Trying trying to guess. Nikonsi's secret questions. Everybody's kung fu fighting. Go ahead. I can't give you my secret questions. No, I, that was the answer for it. Okay, so <laughs> one of my security questions is, uh, if you had a lair, where would your lair be? <laughs> but it's spelled incorrectly. The security question is spelled layer as in L-A-Y-E-R, like layers of fear, Alex. Superman Solitude of Fortress. Oh, <laughs> did I get it? Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. <laughs> How you so know I like close. the cold. Fortress of Solitude. What did I say? Yeah. Solitude said, of Fortress. You said Solitude of yeah. Fortress. That's like, how tired I, I am. And I, I said it with am, such confidence, too. Uh, solitude of Fortress. <laughs> you know. You know. Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. Was that right? Or was yeah. it the Batcave? 
Uh, it was secretly a mixture of both. Whoa. So a cold cave. Yeah, I'm a fusion monster. With snow bats. Yeah, I like it. Cool. There's snow and bats because they're extra furry and cuddly. Aww. And dead and dead Robin's costume. Yeah. Those are your PJs. That's right. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Next question. What Pokemon are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is a security question from the computer asking me. So the I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure your answer directly. is not the actual Pokemon that you are, but the, the, the your answer is the lyric, because the question is what kind of Pokemon are you, and your answer is the lyric. How do you do the things you do? Nope. <sighs> Damn it, Brock. Nope. <laughs> that's not even a. That's not even a Pokemon. San- he he's, he looks like a Pokemon. Sandslash. Nope. No, Is it no, one of no. the original 150? Yeah. Come oh. on, guys. Okay. Come so on. There's only two that I love. Oh, Charizard, really? Hitmonlee, yeah. Hitmonchan. Come on. You're killing me here. Uh, what type is it? I just named all three of his like um, favorite. Pokemon. It's a bipedal human. Now. So so then I just named both. No, I'm just kidding. Human. I'm just kidding. It's Brock. Come on, you you know this. Come on, guys. I know your favorite Pokemon. Yeah, you have to know this. Charmeleon. Nope. Huh. Give me an element, or give me the type of Pokemon it is. Is it grass? It's a fight. It's a fighting one. Oh, uh Come on, Hitmonchan. Close. Close. Him on Lee? Yeah. Okay, you already said it. Okay. Well, that has been (laughs) the Katsu security questions. (laughs) What a wonderful bit. Uh I hope nobody tries to hack into my stuff now. They know the answers to my security questions. Oh shit. Oh Oh, it should be fine. It should okay. We're all right. I think it'll be okay. What, no, what no, no, no. You're, what, you're what are they gonna take? <laughs> yeah, that's why five dollars like, on ice. <laughs> like, are they just you're, you're assuming that they're evil hackers and not good hackers? Yeah. Like, if they're good hackers, they can hack your stuff. Yeah. And then leave you stuff. I'm pretty I hope sure that they look. I hope they look at my account and like feel sadness and then like put a little bit extra in there. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like they're note. like Mr. Robot, pretty much. Yeah, I think, they should leave it. I think he listens to this podcast, note. Mr. Robot. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. What's up, man? Yeah, hey. and then I hope he sings Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa! Because you know it's the same universe, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, it's not. It is. What? It, it's Mr. Not. Robot is the same universe as the Bohemian Rhapsody biopic uh of queen right and he fakes his death it as... can't be because freddie mercury never died exactly and then he waits so until it's literally the world... just it's it can't be the same universe when it's reality how can that's it, what i'm saying how can it not be it's... because he waited until uh until he the world needed him again and then he came back freddie came back as um as Mr. Robot, because the world needed him. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right.
Welcome everybody right. to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. Um, we are a movie review podcast, and today we are reviewing the wonderful and powerful movie called Parasite. Uh, but first of all, let me introduce you to the guys. Uh, my name is Alex. My so name is Junior. <laughs> Why do you guys struggle? <laughs> no, so I was just wondering how long yourself. you would like, how long until you would break when I'm making weird faces to the microphone. That's what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> the thing. We are 78 episodes in and you guys introducing yourselves is still a weird thing. Like You guys are like, that's, ah. that's, a, that's how we keep it wholesome. Wholesome uh, comes, you, content. We don't have the egos of dude. like, y'all already fucking know who it is. Let's get into this shit. You guys are like, like no, <laughs> you guys are like, um, dogs with doorknobs. Like, you know what they do. You just, you don't know how to, no opposable thumbs to do it. Um, Who's the third guest or third host that we have with us? They already know who he is. He don't need no ex- introduction. Junior, Let's get in. How many times do I have to tell you? We always have to treat it like we have new listeners coming in. Hey, new listener, thank you for listening and for for putting up with Junior's shenanigans. Now that's Nakansi <laughs> over there. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Alrighty, and we, so again, we reviewed the Korean film Parasite. Um, it did, first of all, it was only being released at first in select movie theaters, and then it did so fucking well in the US that it was uh, released in all, th- like, right? Nationwide, all theaters? Yeah, nationwide. It has a 99% on. Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 95% on Metacritic. So, yeah. even though, like, we've we've talked about this a lot bef- uh, a lot of times before, where it's like, you do, like, if you're going to, you should be formulating your own opinion or your own interest based off of what else everybody else is saying in terms of, like, reviews. But also, you shouldn't be like taking it as gospel because, like, IMDb putting it at eight and a half, and then you said Metacritic had it at 95 or 97. Yeah, like, those are both like just two very different sites for a lot of stuff, like, a lot of different content. Yep, and then Rotten Tomatoes had what again? 99%. 99, which is weird so, because Rotten Tomatoes is usually like. Uh, very haterish. That's that's what I was trying to like. They that's what are. I was leaning into. Is that like, they are? A lot They're of like rotten. Everything sucks. <laughs> everything sucks. Oh, same mm-hmm. old thing. Uh, what are they using then, actors and cameras in this movie? Uh, been done before. What? Another explosion. Huh? <laughs> Fucking garbage. Bananas. Garbage. But yeah, like, like. If a if a Rotten Tomato viewer, uh, like critic, is actually ever going to listen to this podcast, I'm gonna throw shade at them, like, because so a lot out. of the, like a lot of those reviews, like, just do not match audience reviews at all. You know what I do like though? Yeah. I like that the critics, ninety nine percent of the critics enjoyed this film. But also, 93% of the audience enjoyed this film as well. 
Yeah. For a while, I thought we were only go- like American audiences were only going to like every single Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Right. Good job, American audiences. Honestly, like for putting setting the bar a little higher in your uh, quality of movie that you're watching. Not, not that there's anything wrong with a like a no thinking action movie. It's still entertaining. I still enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw. But when you really think about filmmaking, oh, Parasite, definitely. Yeah, it's good to have, like, the quality. It's just like a diet, man. You can't just eat all California burritos, bro. You got to have some good food, some good clean food in there. But really, though, especially uh, this review is late. We watched Parasite before we reviewed Rigor Mortis. Uh, We watched Uh, it a couple weeks ago. For for you you and I to, like... Uh, you and I recorded Rigor Mortis after Parasite, uh, and looking back at it, like Parasite was already a movie that I wanted to watch immediately after we finished it, and then I spooked the shit out of myself watching Rigor Mortis, and now I'm like, do I really want to watch a spooky ass movie? Parasite's really crazy. That was really good. That was a piece of art, but it was also terrifying when it finally got terrifying. All right. right. I mean, I've definitely been a lot ju- a lot jumpier for the past like week <laughs> or so in my house. Which which I love you. I apologize that we put you through something so terrible. But also like can you imagine all of the horror games I have already oh for God. us to just play casually? <laughs> oh god i don't know i don't know man I, I got some crazy fun facts for this film go ahead so the budget of this film was 11 million dollars and not a lot that's a little i think that that's a that's a small budget film that it, it is a little don't get our egos checked like <laughs> the box office currently is at a hundred and nine point one million. Oh damn, they did and, it. And it's only going more. It's it's only going higher. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Good for them. Yeah. Low overhead, uh, this, big net profit. Yeah, huge net profit. I mean, like, realistically, how often in the last ten years have movies like comfortably made their their initial uh pay in all marvel movies yeah <laughs> that's a lot of marvel movies i use 10 years as a big number too but yeah like like for i guess i guess realistically we'd have to go over like the other works that the director and art uh actors may have participated in and made but this was like a really, really. I felt like it had so little promotional promotion done for it, and then like literally the week before we had said we were gonna go see it, it was popping all over Facebook and all over like the place. That's because of me, though. The reason <laughs> why you saw it all over Facebook was because I constantly shared it. I saw it on my on my YouTube feed randomly. And I and I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." 
Um, so I I don't the know. Big, yeah. I don't know if it's because you, I have you on Facebook that that kind of it's very possible that that all bled yeah. in. Bled Which together. is a very different different entire uh, tangent of Big Brothering Big Brother. <laughs> big Brother <laughs> Big that, Brothering us. Yeah, like like. I know that th- that I saw them from you because you were sharing them, but also like because of the way way Big Brother has everything connected, it was like in the advertisement for it was popping up. And I shared so it's like I was sharing the trailer boom, boom, multiple boom, times. Boom, I was yeah. sharing it on <laughs> our Facebook page. I was sharing it on my Facebook page. I was sharing it to your Facebook on page. On Junior's Facebook mm-hmm. page. Yeah. And then he hacked my Facebook page with my and security I, and then, questions. And then you saw it on your YouTube and I saw it on Twitter. Like, like and then I, like. That's how everywhere. Parasite works. Yeah. Good. Hey, pr- pretty much, uh, Nikonsi, just congratulations on making Parasite so successful in the United States. Ah uh, yeah, you're very yeah, welcome. Yeah. And I got I got people that would never it. really see these kind of films going to the movie theater, and they're like, "Uh, you know, instead of that Hobbs and Shaw movie, I think I'm going to watch Parasite." Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the right yeah. choice. Yeah. Um, now, uh, a little. Later background about the movie i think i think i can give it like a very like one or two sentence synopsis essentially it's a poor family in korea who kind of con their way into uh getting jobs for a rich family yeah that's pretty much it it's pretty much it and then shit kind of hits the fan somewhere so uh, but they definitely yeah they need to watch the that film yeah, what I don't I'm, even want to talk about those parts. What I'm what I'm saying it's like selling it super short. I mean, there's way yeah. way so much more involved. Uh, I really loved how rich every single member of that family was. Like it, their characters were. Yeah, you got to really see uh, poor people problems and rich people problems side by right, side. Right, right. Um, and. And I like how each of them, each of the family members in their own unique way was clever. You know what I mean? They were extremely smart. And it was like smart for like survival. You kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, they were street smart. When they needed to execute, you know, they seemed like a family. Like the dad seemed like he was very hesitant, right? He seemed like he might, uh, when, when the pressure was on you know, he might not execute well, but because of that, like, survival instinct that the family had, because they, no choice, they need to make fucking money, they they executed everything well and smoothly to make the, and, this con work. And they worked together. Yeah. Like, they had the dad running lines. That right. was hilarious. That whole scene was honestly both just amazing storytelling Amazing acting and like just hilariously toned because like like you were saying, like we're we're pulling the big con job, but also how do you develop the characters? How do you show that they're working together as a familial unit? Like, oh, no, like I'm running lines. I'm an actor. (laughs) How about like when the son because the son was the one who wrote those lines, how like. (laughs) <laughs> how he was directing it, his he was. voice act yeah he was, <laughs> and he was voice directing he was, like 
<laughs> he was telling his dad how to deliver the lines. He's like, no, too much. So bring it back a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Mm, I like it. I like it. But let's try something a little different. I want you to go for something different, dad. That'd be hilarious to tell your dad. <laughs> right before we go into our family reunion. Okay, this is what you're going to say. Mm, let's try it again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how you delivered it. Yeah. I get where you were going, but I don't think that's the direction of your character. You get an E for effort. Uh, it's not really who I want you to portray, though. What are you talking about, son? I'm just trying to portray myself. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> um, so, the when we get... When we run into... Because, like, we're kind of loosely primarily a kung fu movie review podcast so we have these things that are called badass moments and what the fuck moments um but when it comes to these types of movies it's a little tough to nail down what a badass moment is i do surprisingly have one can i because i I was i was trying to like rack my brain i have so many oh okay great okay uh here's mine and it's not really a big reveal it's just a badass moment in the movie and that is when mr park and mrs park are sleeping in the living room on the couch when their son decides to camp out in the backyard um and they decide uh to you know kind of start start things up start a little couch sex up and uh, I just wanted to pay Mr. Park some respect for having the balls to just, it's like, yeah, I know we're supposed to be doing the parenting job, but we can, we can mess around we're on the young. job. We're Yep. We're hot. That yeah, was a good scene. It was fun. It's fun to watch. I will say as a follow up to that, that like, it was really hard for the movie which I think is works in its uh, works in its favor to like not root for our underdogs who are performing a con job, like right, like it's a it's a pretty dastardly thing to pull off, but we were like they have you rooting for them because they show you at the beginning of the movie like this is what they're coming from this is the life they normally live you know. Right, and and the Park family, which is the rich family in this case, like it, they weren't necessarily bad. No, they weren't. Right, <laughs> like no, they were. They were just like a normal family. Yeah, everybody was good until shit got crazy. Oh God! But everybody was good. Uh, one of my favorite parts was when. Kim Ki Jung, which is uh, the daughter of Kim Ki Taik. I, I, I'm butchering the name. Is that but, the, okay? We only speak English and these are Korean names. The, the Park daughter? Sodam? No, no. Uh, not her. The Kim daughter. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Right, right, right. It's, yeah, it's Kim daughter, but the actress's last name is Park. Oh, oh, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> the character's name, <laughs> the last name is Kim. Uh, she was the art counselor or art behavioral therapist. Right. And she was freaking hilarious when she goes, you have to leave. I, I don't, I don't help 
my students with parents in the room. We have to really break down what they're thinking in their mind. It's so funny, like how different of an approach that she took from her brother, because her brother was the one who originally like set up this this job for her, and she took such a art student, you know what I mean, an art university student, kind of a little stuck up, a little too serious about herself, and she but fucking nailed it. Like, and she, yeah, both of them were blunt. Which is which is fantastic, and the, but their approaches were different. She was more commanding, and he was more. Uh, how can I prove to this mom that I am, I am good? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, what other badass moments do you guys have? I that's pretty much it for me. Not necessarily a badass moment. So I could. I'm gonna save it for a more. I'm gonna save it for for the what the fuck moment. What the fuck moment? Do you guys want to get into mm-hmm. the number ratings? Uh, yeah. Get into the number ratings. What you got first, Nakansi? Who me? Yeah. Uh, I no, give Nikansi. this film Who, me is a completely different character. <laughs> oh man, I really enjoyed this film. I give it a 9 out of 10. The only reason why it's not a 10 out of 10 is because it's it's not in my like favorite collection. Right, 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 right. But see, 10 out of 10 films for me are films that I that are my favorite. Those are my favorite films like in their own genre. I've seen movies like this and I think that the director did a fantastic job uh it's just like i'm not going to turn it on right away i'll watch it again maybe in a few more months but i'm not gonna watch it it's not the film that i would choose to watch every week sure sure but it doesn't take away from how good it was and how much of an impact it had on you right um i I'm going to second that because I feel this, the exact same way. I give it a 9 out of 10. Um, it was super well done. The actors were fucking just all around just strong. And um, I love the story writing of it. I love the tragedy of it. And um, But again, like I, I'm with you. When, it's, when I have a 10 out of 10, it's because that's the either the particular genre or the particular points that I, for me, uh, want to be hit in a movie. So that's why I would give uh, a movie a 10 out of 10. Um, But this movie was absolutely powerful and absolutely must-see. I would recommend it to anybody. Yeah, I I thought this movie was amazing. Then we all agreed. Are we all in agreement? It is a 9 out of 10. Just so people understand, the the way the director could uh, basically communicate with the audience and get the whole audience to react certain ways with certain scenes was phenomenal. Yeah, right? Last time I saw an audience laugh and then gasp was when I was watching... 
uh, Jordan Peele's Us. God, I still haven't been. Which that film to me is a 10 out of 10. That's crazy. That I can watch that movie every week. Really? Yeah. But also, Nikonsi's made of sterner stuff than you and I, Alex. He for sure is. He He likes to torture himself and find the joy in that. That's kind of like where my head is at. I'm like, I'm, he's kind of, he's a little bit of a masochist, or it's bone conditioning. I don't know which one it is. Like, it's probably both. It's probably both. Um, but okay, so that was our number ratings. Um, do we have any what the fuck moments? I do, but do you guys have any? My, that would like to- I want to open up with Go my personal it. what the fuck moment was where the fuck was what's his name he literally was like i'm like like at the beginning of the movie he's like i'm gonna go and uh, i mean like you know you and i have been best like really close friends for a long time i know your family's in a hard spot there's this job opportunity but don't do anything because i want to fuck their daughter i'm gonna go to the states and learn yeah and then like me Right, and then like you never hear a thing from him, really. Like you, you don't hear from him at all because the job is going on, and I don't like, like, it's been a, two weeks since we've seen this movie. Yeah, right. he did right? say he was going to study abroad. Okay, yeah, but like, so, how long does that last? Right, like, like, how long was the movie? How long was that con job going on for? With supposedly zero contact to this girl that he was into, he couldn't Ooh. be. He had to wait to come back. He couldn't be in contact with her because then they would get a weird idea. But they, but that's what I'm seeing. Like this is my what the fuck moment is because okay, so he can't do that. But then we have the son. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. I figure one of you guys would have the uh, would have it the the, the IMDb open. Kiwu, yeah. Kiwu, yeah, yeah. He straight up gets in there. Yeah, that was that was that's, messed up. That's what I mean. Like this condenses into a big "what the fuck is going on" moment for me. Is like your homie gave you this job when you were down, told you he was into the girl, left, and then you end up going for the girl, <laughs> dude. So you know what's funny? Uh, that actually leads into my "what the fuck" moment because yeah, first of all, uh, that's that's not a good homie. That's just kind of like. Hey bro, be cool. Please don't like. I'm. I like this girl. I want to get with her. Can you not? Can you not? Please. And he got him a job. And he. And I'm gonna give you a job. But can you not? Okay. And he did. And also, the fucked up thing about that is that he brings in his whole family under alternate identities, and now he starts talking about, hey, I think we're gonna get married. And it's just like, bro, you can't do that. Like, what are you going to have to do when uh, yeah, you want to introduce the parents? Oh, don't worry. Got that all figured out. We can hire I'm new actors. Yeah. Like, hire like- actors. <laughs> yeah. Like how this, you don't see. And that's like, I think that was a nod from the director. Like, hey, don't worry, guys. Things are going to start to get fucked up right about now. For so. me, the thing about the thing about all that was also like, tr- like taking us out of the movie a little bit. I was con- like, I was wondering like, what kind of crazy 
cultural differences go on outside of our outside of America. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wondering about that too. Like small tangent, but like uh studies in Japan and this is this is ad lib, so like you can't take it like a like a hundred percent what but like you get what I'm trying to say is uh that like psychologists say that you a a son's first love is his mother which is the oedipus complex or or whatever right mm-hmm. right like that's that makes sense as a complex and also there's a whole bunch of other things that that leads into but like then you have this level of like what kind of psychology of a cultural difference is going on right here? Like, right. Like, what, what like, do you mean? Like, like my well, my tangent right now is like going about like the psychology of the Oedipus complex in Japan. Right. Like you can uh-huh. you can see you can see a lot of other results of results based off of that, right? And then like cultural difference is. In America, we mean we joke about rednecks fucking their sisters and incest and shit. Yes, right. Which leads me to what is like the Korean cultural difference that like this made it into the plot? This whole subplot of like, no, we can just hire actors to replace mm. our parents. Like that's what I was like, like trying to go for. Cultural differences are very strange and the psychology of them is very weird you mean like okay so like that's just a thing you do like like people just just hire actors and actresses to play the family members that that's that's what i was like that's what i was trying to that's there we go thank you for reiterating that you don't have to edit out any of the babbling by the way (laughs) no no But, uh, but like because like they just hire actors to do stuff like that's uh that's part of why this is on my mind is like he very nonchalantly like explained that uh the sister whose fake name was Jessica which is the name that st- sticks in my mind like she had a job where she would go to other people's weddings as a hired actor to right yeah, so that's a, that, that's what I mean by like this is a somewhat normal thing, it, dude. Is, you know what? Like, remember the farewell? How it's they ex- hire actors and actresses to cry hard at funerals? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. that's their good good See, tangent. It, are going I got on you, right buddy. <laughs> I got you. In America, they're known as escort services, but they're just they're just hired to play a role. Oh I'm, shit! It's the same thing. It's just for a different function. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Which again, cultural differences. Like in America, when you say escort, in most Western places, when you say escort, it generally leads to prostitution. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> only that. Like, I don't know that people will o- will openly talk about the the hiring the actors and actresses for those roles or whatever. Um. Or, or yeah, they'll talk more openly about that than somebody who might talk openly about like an escort. You, right? Yeah, yeah, dig. But no, this that's has a, been that's a really, a, really big cultural, tan- like cultural differences tangent. <laughs> no, that was fun. Um, uh, Consi, did you have a what the fuck moment? Um, the ending. Jesus, dude. 
so devastating. When <laughs> you're like, oh that man, was... we're gonna get a happy ending. Oh, just kidding. Nah, nah. I, oh. We were in that movie for so long. I'm like, there's no way this is gonna be. A happy I wasn't ending. expecting a happy ending, not from a Korean film. Yeah, but like the level of the ending that they gave us, I was just like, so so. Pretty much the entire movie up until that point was like just the roller coaster climbing up, maybe a little bit of like a little wee dips here and there, you know, to get keep you excited, and then sure. keeps climbing a little bit more, and then all of a sudden it was like this is the longest f- roller coaster fall I've ever been on. What is going on? My God, we are underground right now. This is how fucking long this roller coaster I, fall is I, i'm pretty sure people aren't supposed to feel g-forces of this caliber for this long <laughs> you <laughs> this know, can't be good for me this f- this fall actually this whole year has been good movie after good movie we got we got some good ones coming up uh and you guys just watched um motherless brooklyn oh we- shit 10 out of 10 yeah, and we got um. No, save that for the for the pod. Yeah, and then we yeah. got doing a pod for it, huh? We're doing a pod for it. Maybe, maybe we'll try. Um. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, anything else we want to add on before we wrap this? Yes, hot, hot yes. dog and bacon. We need to tell people what to watch that's coming out soon. Okay. Oh, what our what our list is? Yes. Well, not what our list is, but things that they should keep an eye out for. Okay, go. All right. Uh, let's see. You need to watch the Lighthouse with William Defoe and Robert Pattinson. Also, to need to watch for William DeFriend. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I'm I'm actually excited for that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, those are all currently out. Also, if you love uh, Janelle Monet, which I love Janelle Monet, you need to check out the film Harriet, which is about Harriet Tubman. And yeah, then, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, Black and Blue is getting good reviews. They have they have the lead uh, of the film is this amazing badass female who is like crazy doing all her stunts and action scenes. And yeah. it looks pretty intense, dude. That that movie looks like it's it's brutal. So, yeah, good on her for doing her own stunts. And those movies are already out. The coming the coming soon. Let me hit you with the coming soon real quick. Oh, besides Motherless Brooklyn, everybody needs to watch that film. I don't even Motherless Brooklyn, can. I can watch it again. Like I want to watch it with you, Alex. Sure. Yeah, we'll make that <clears throat> shit happen for sure. Um, this well, week, uh, uh-huh. this week, Doctor Sleep comes out, which is gonna Fuck be a fantastic movie in a big way. <laughs> then, uh, for a good time where you don't have to think, but you can enjoy. Uh, just an action movie by Elizabeth, directed by Elizabeth Banks, is Charlie's Angels. Damn. Uh, a film with Matt Damon and Christian Bale, Ford versus Ferrari. I can't wait to watch that film. Then we got Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther himself, 
uh, directed by the Russo brothers of the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, 21 Bridges. Which, which like, you should honestly just at least watch the trailer because his American American English accent is like, dang. It's just going to be a good time. Which leads into follow us at the Twitter, right, Alex? Where I can tweet about, uh, where I will, you know, where we prom- we're promoting <laughs> San Diego uh, Art Film Fe- Asian Film Festival right now. Uh, the Instagram, what's the Instagram, Alex? So uh, the Twitter and the Instagram are the same at hstsc33, and then you can find us on Facebook at Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. Um, and then, yeah, thank you, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys go to catch Parasite. Keep an eye on the Twitter and the Instagram. We're going to be announcing uh, the movies that we'll be reviewing for November. And follow our other podcasts, Sidetracked Podcasts. Say it in uh, Spanish for those guys. Also, Desviado Podcast. So oh. we release a uh, English podcast every Wednesday and then a Spanish podcast, the alternating Wednesdays. So... Four episodes um, a month, and two of them is in Spanish, a language I can't understand. It's it's tough, but it's it's so much fun. Um, so I hope you guys go and listen to that. We're in the middle of a November challenge, uh, fitness and diet, and I'm so hungry and I'm so sore. Uh, and he's so tired because we kept him up late, and we were ranting because we and Nikonsi don't have the time to discuss things. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like guys those of you listening this is kind of like our the hangout time that we get with each other so, yeah you're really hanging out with us pretty much and it's and it's nice you know? but uh yeah thanks again for listening and uh peace peace